Let's open our Bibles this morning to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and the 7th verse. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and the 7th verse. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of love, power and a sound mind. This morning, the Lord is going to break every spirit of fear over our lives. Amen. How many of you believe that? From this day onwards, you are not going to enter 2017 with not even a bit of fear. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some people say, Lord, remove a lot of fear, but keep a little bit. But this morning, the Lord wants to say, not a little, even not a bit is going to stay with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Every bit is going to leave you. Every bit of fear, every bit of doubt, every bit of unbelief. Praise God. The bits are not going to be a part of 2017. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. Not a bit of sickness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Not a bit of fighting spirit. Not a bit of jealousy. Hallelujah. Not a bit of hallelujah. Anger. Every bit. Even God has stood. Hallelujah. On the throne. Hallelujah. This morning. He is powerful to deliver you from every bits and pieces. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a simple word this morning. Hallelujah. He will break the chain of fear over our lives. Amen. Praise God. The grip of fear over our lives. Amen. What a world it would be in our lives if we can live without fear. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There are wars because of fear. Hallelujah. The Bible says in the latter days, there will be wars and rumors of wars. Praise God. But God's people... Hallelujah. Image store that will be being prepared for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says Jesus is coming for a church without spot or without wrinkle. Not even a bit of spot. Hallelujah. Not even a bit of wrinkle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you worn shirts with spots? You know, some of you, you know, the way you see, you know, some of times, you know, when you see my white shirts, you will definitely know that I've eaten some fish curry somewhere. Because there's spots. Praise God. Jesus is coming a church without spots. Praise God. Not even a spot. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not even the spot of the world will be seen over your life. Not even a blemish. Praise God. So perfect. Amen. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. But a spirit of love. And a sound mind. Four things. Fear is a spirit. Other atma vana. Fear is a power. Other is shaktiyana. Fear is an emotion. Other vaigarika maya or anubhavamana. Fear is an action. Other is pravartiyana. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love power and a sound mind hallelujah amen hallelujah bayathil ninnulla or aathmavil ninnu vidudilinnu praise the lord hallelujah hallelujah fear is a spirit and an aathmavana you it's a spirit 
that make you retreat from what you are facing. It's a spirit that makes you leave and run. There's nothing that you need to run away from this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you would have seen a doctor's report. It's gripping your mind. Will I see my miracle? Hallelujah. You're trying to run away from your situation. You don't need to run away. You can face it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't allow the grip of fear to attack your mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear is a power. Hallelujah. Once it gets into you, it will lose you from God's power. It will weaken you. Weaken your spirit. Weaken your soul. Weaken your body. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a power. Praise the Lord. Some certain people are afraid to come to even to church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. spoke one word to Elijah. Suddenly the man who defeated 400 Baals in the Mount of Carmel, he came from a mountain experience. Suddenly he's feeling that he's weak. He's running away. Praise God. How many of you are this morning, hallelujah, looking at your situation, wants to run away. You're feeling like you've lost all your strength and all your power. This morning, God will anoint you afresh this morning. Some of you need to say, oh, Holy Spirit of God, I again submit and surrender to you. And everything will change over a minute. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you could say, Holy Spirit of God, hallelujah, come over my life in power and in glory. Everything will over a minute will change. Praise God. This morning, this is the minute if you would believe. Suddenly there is going to be a change. That grip of fear, that grip of failure is going to be broken over your life. If you believe this morning, hallelujah, lift your hands and say, Lord, Holy Spirit of God, fill me with your power. Fill me with the anointing. Fill me with your glory. Let the spirit of fear be broken over my life. Oh, come on, church. You need to open your mouth. You know what is, hallelujah, the spirit of fear is most scared about? It is your mouth. Praise God. Praise God. If you will open your mouth and declare that you are a child of God, praise God. That's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 15, For God has not given us a spirit of bondage, again to fear, but a spirit of adoption, which you call, come on, which you call above Father. The moment you open your mouth and call, the fear of bondage will leave your life. Hallelujah. It's simple. You have to call. Praise God. You have to call above Father. Sometimes, you know, we make our faith so complicated. All that you need to do is above Father. Oh, I ask you. I pray through the power of your spirit. I come before you in Jesus' name. Remove this fear from my borders. Remove this fear from my mind. It's only a word away. Last week you heard. If you would say to the mountain, quick to listen, slow to speak. When you speak, speak for the words of God. Listen now. And when you give that minute to speak, speak it at that moment. Praise God. When you are given that minute, when the water 
is, is, is the, when the water is stirred up, when the anointing is stirred up and when you speak forth, there is something that will happen. It is not too much speaking. It is when the, hallelujah, the ground is uh, well, well, uh, 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 you know, the, when the ground is well plowed through worship. Amen. When your heart is prepared through worship and then the word is released over your heart and then you speak over your mouth, immediately things happen. Don't say, oh, I will do it tomorrow. When your heart is plowed through worship, some people come here, you don't worship. It's not a performance. It is not for some of you to come and enjoy a time of worship. This is worshiping the living God. This is telling Lucifer, Lucifer, you have lost a long time back. You are not on the throne. Jesus Christ is on the throne. And my God inhabits the praises of his people. He enthrones himself in the praises of his people. And at that moment, you speak. It happens. Oh, come on, church. Why are you coming to church? Are you listening to me this morning? Are you listening to me this morning? Your heart plowed in worship. Your ears listening. The Lord is saying, give ear. And then when you listen, your heart and your mouth should go together. So many people believe they don't speak it out. Nothing happens. So many people speak it out. They don't believe. Nothing happens. You have to say, let the grip of fear be broken in Jesus' name. You need to speak it out. You need to allow the grip of fear to be broken from your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, church. Do you believe this morning? It is a heart-mouth combination. If you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead, you are saved. It's heart and it's mouth. Oh, come on, church, this morning. How many of you believe? Say no to fear. Fear, no. Fear is a connector. Fear connects you to the wrong destiny. Job was everything was going true for him. It connected to his wrong destiny. It's a spirit. Job suddenly felt, hallelujah, he has lost everything. He had suddenly felt, oh my God, I'm feeling powerless. Praise God. Amen. You have to keep saying, Abba, Father, I belong, I'm a child of God. And then you will see, hallelujah, that you are not a slave of fear. Amen. This morning, our Lord is breaking the slavishness to fear in the blood name of Jesus. This morning, if you would believe it, that the spirit of slavishness. Oh, some of you need to open your mouth. Look at two people and say, open that mouth. It's okay if you have not brushed your teeth, but just open your mouth. Declare the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three, it's an emotion. That's why you said anxiety. You get tensed. You get worried over the situation. It's an emotion. And then people take action. Hallelujah. They take action according to their fear. Just as you take steps of faith, you take steps of fear. Praise God. Have you seen when the share markets go down, you just sell all the shares? Steps of fear. Amen. 
Sometimes it's wise thing, but most of the times the share market thrives. When the shares go down, you immediately, oh my God, I'm going to lose everything. Boom. It's steps of fear, anxiety. It's, 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 it, there, are, there are actions that you do. Hallelujah. Have you seen in the married life? Most of the people, because of their fear of rejection, they will not even say, hallelujah, I love you. Amen. Because you are scared what the response would be. You will not have a good relationship spiritually, emotionally, physically, because it is always trying to think, will I be rejected again? It's fear. Come on, church. You will not have a good relationship ever in your life because you are always scared of rejection. How many of you can say in the last one year, you at least made a relationship that, hallelujah, is worthy of the glory of God? You have made a meaningful relationship in the last one year other than your husband, wife, at least, at least in your family. <laughs> Praise God. At least somebody who come to church, I've made a meaningful relationship with somebody who can speak forth life into this church. How have you made that? That is called community living. You see the Christmas time and you go to the traditional churches, hallelujah, people are there to say, hallelujah, jingle bells and, you know, all those things. Jingle bells is over, they leave. But church is a place, the jingle bells are over. The Christmas is over. The Easter will come. But if you have a meaningful relationship over your life, hallelujah, it will stay. It will bless your life forever. But most people are rejection. Will he smile? Will she smile? There are people are even, you know, fear, fear, fearful to be even committed to the church. What happens if pastor doesn't make me a leader? Hallelujah. Don't try to be a leader. Try to serve God and God will promote you. But don't respond to rejection. Some people are even afraid to hold the Bible and come to church because they are scared. When I go back to the traditional churches, they will tell me I have become a Pentecost. So they are even afraid to come to church. They are even afraid, hallelujah, to tell 10 people in their society, hallelujah, because they are scared that they will reject them. Come on, church. Bible says, go into all your world, not somebody else's world. Go and tell your world that you belong to Jesus. Come on. We are entering into 2017 and we have to be free from the fear of rejection. Hallelujah. All that I need to know is I and you are accepted in the beloved. Praise the Lord. Go and tell your community that you are born again. That you have a father in heaven and your name is written in the book of life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. One of the kind of people that is going to the lakes of fire in the 22nd chapter of Revelation is the cowardly. Praise God. The cowardly. In other words, God's people is not called to live a coward life. Oh, come on. My father would say you need to have a spine to follow Jesus. 
Stay strong. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Stand straight and God will open up the rivers. Praise God. Don't be afraid of the Pharaoh. Don't be afraid of the chariots. The chariots and the wheels will be, hallelujah, broken down. And it will be, hallelujah, filled, hallelujah, with the wrath of God. But you and I, praise God, will be saved. Don't take actions in response to fear. Amen. The Bible says, there is negative fear, which I'm speaking about, but there is good fear. What is the good fear? Proverbs chapter 1 and the 7th verse. There is good fear. Proverbs chapter 1 and 7th verse. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of wisdom. Fear of the Lord is not afraid of God. It is to have respect and reverence. It's a good fear. That is a fear which is not there in the born again churches today. Fear of God. Hallelujah. Reverence for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes I've seen people coming to church and speaking blatant lies to men of God. No fear of God. I've seen people going around and spreading news about men of God. No fear of God. Blatant lie. And they come here and do a show of praising and thanking and go outside of the church and will speak absolute lies. They see everybody through a judgmental eyes. Very few, hallelujah, with godly spirit. To the point that, you know, servants of God are saying that you will see more gundas in the church rather than in the field. Praise God. Why? Because we have lost the fear of God. Everybody loves God. That's why you are here. But loving God and fear of God are two different things. I've spoken this example. Ted Baker, a man of God who came to the television for the first time. He was being used mightily by the Lord's hand. And once he fell into adultery. And he fell into murder. And he was put into the jail. A mighty man of God. Another man called John Bivia went and asked, met him in the jail and asked him, Ted, when did you lose your love for God to do all these crazy things? And he said, John, I've never lost the love of God. I still love him the way I loved him when I was young. What I lost was the fear of God. Praise God. What I lost was the fear of God. When you are lying and when your lips are full of lies and when you're, you know, hidingly doing things, what you have lost is the good fear. Look at two people and say, don't lose the good fear. Don't lose the good fear. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. After doing sin and shameful things, they sit as if nothing has happened. They don't repent. They don't get converted to God. Hallelujah. How many of you want to respect God and honor God again? Amen. Praise God. How many of you want to say, Lord, I'm just deeply sorry. I want you to transform my heart and convert my mind. Praise God. Hallelujah. 2 Samuel chapter 1 and the 14 speaks about an incident where an Amalekite coming and killing King Saul. And coming to David as if he's coming with the great news. He came and said, 
I have killed King Saul. He was lying on the spear and he came and asked me to, you know, kill him. And I killed him. And he brought that news before David. And there is something powerful that David asked him. He said, weren't you not afraid to touch the servant of God, the anointed of God? Who is speaking about this? It is speaking by a Saul who had lost his anointing, who had lost his grace, who has lost his calling. Hallelujah. Who is oppressed by a demon spirit. Still, who is calling? David is calling Saul anointed. Weren't you not afraid to touch the servant of God? Let me tell you, the spirit of dishonor is the greatest enemy in our lives. You dishonor God, anointing and anointed of God. Hallelujah. The blessings won't flow into your life. You can trace every problem that you are facing to a dishonor that you have done in your life. You can trace every issue to a spirit of dishonor. It might be parents. It might be the servants of God. It might be somebody who God has planted in your life and you've not honored it. You can trace every problem to a spirit of dishonor. And this morning I pray the spirit of dishonor would be broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you say, Lord, I'm sorry. Hallelujah, Lord. I will learn to honor people. Praise God and the anointing of God. Boom. It will come over your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you were in the traditional church, you would see a sister or a father. You would say, good morning, father. Good morning, sister. Today, people would not even smile. People would not even, hallelujah. When a servant of God comes, if everybody is sitting, they did not even have the courtesy to stand up and give the seat. Because a spirit of dishonor. Very few people ask it. And you look at their lives, they are blessed. The Bible says Jesus was dishonored in his own country. And the Bible says he could not do any mighty things. Only a few healings here and there. You want to see the impossible God. 2017, have the spirit, hallelujah, praise God of the fear of God, hallelujah. And, the, and, and then the honor will come and you will see that the anointing of God will fall upon your life once again. Hallelujah. Learn to honor your husband, learn to honor your wife, for she's a weaker vessel, the Bible says. Amen. Learn to honor your children. Teach them to honor you. There's only one area I correct my son. And I won't allow anybody to come in between me and my children. That is when they dishonor me. I correct them as strong as I can according to their age. I said because otherwise I'll steal a blessing from your life. If you look back at my corrections over your lives. When I see a spirit of dishonor. I will deal with it then and there. Because... That will stop you from enjoying a blessing. It is not the fear of God. You are doing things without the fear of God. And the Bible says, the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Praise God. You want wisdom for your job? You want wisdom for your family? What do you need to have? Everybody is scared. I said, not afraid of God. Fear of God. This is not to scare you. This is to bless you. It's the beginning of wisdom. Whatever that you are going through, it's a wisdom problem. Everybody say wisdom problem. 
It's not a marriage problem. It's a wisdom problem. It's not a financial problem. It's a wisdom problem. It's not a church problem. It's a wisdom problem. And if you are filled with the wisdom, it is not some of you are waiting for your marriages. Let me tell you, God is not making you wait for a lifetime till, hallelujah, teeth will come off your mouth. It's a wisdom problem. There is somewhere you have to receive the wisdom from God. And till you admit it, kneel down before the Lord. Young folks who are getting, waiting to get married, listen to the godly counsel that is coming from your pastor, from your man of God, and receive it. And get married and have some children. And don't wait, hallelujah, on that same seat again and again and again because of the lack of, hallelujah, wisdom. Ah, praise God. Learn to get wisdom. God's word is wisdom. Hallelujah. Fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Amen. Why do you youngsters become pregnant? They did not listen to somebody when they said, don't go and entertain that boy. You entertained, you became pregnant. You lost your virginity. Fear of God was not there. This morning, it's a good fear to have. It's not a negative fear. When I told you to honor your parents, you did not honor them. You honor them with their lips. But you had absolutely no kind of respect for the things and the advices they gave you. And you put a spiritual mask over it. And you, hallelujah, mask yourself before your parents to get money and pocket money out of them. But has no regard for the advices and the words they gave you. And you come to church here, hallelujah, and you think it's a fear of God. And poor parents, they believe all the kids. They think that they are telling everyone full truth. Let me tell you parents sitting here. That is just a thought. Nothing more than that. None of your children sitting here, I will tell you, will telling you all the truth. And the pastor pastoring for, hallelujah, so many years, 15 years over these kids. Let me tell you, don't believe them. Put your foot down and say, we will not allow you. I went to the churches in Kerala and I told the parents, all your parents, I went and told them, don't raise up your kids. Pamper them to the point that they won't listen to anyone. And then don't blame them. I said, I'm come here to blame you. And they say, oh, this generation, this generation, what generation? You never passed on a sincere faith to them. Praise God. Raise them up. So that when they are getting married and go to another family, even if the mother-in-law will say something, I'll correct, it, correct her, she will not immediately call you and say, what a mother-in-law, she's a devil. They will learn to adjust. Praise God. It's a good fear. Everybody silent. Thunderstuck. Praise God. I'm telling you, before you enter 2000, 17, it's a good fear to have. Hallelujah. Taking care of your wife. Certain husbands do not know how to take care of their wives. Your wives look like SHIT because there is no reflection coming from the husbands. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Take care. Bible says it's a good fear to have. You're having the fear of God. Hey. Respect for God's people. Respect for authorities. Amen. Even this pulpit, it's a place of respect. I won't tell you something that could demean you. I'm telling you to bless your life. I respect this pulpit. Praise God. This is not to fulfill my agenda. This is to fulfill the will of God. I'm very sure what I'm telling you. Amen. I told I had to go to a telecongregation. You can correct me on the way. And every time you are correcting me, I will give you seven scriptures to tell you that you are wrong. Tell me something that I'm wrong from the scriptures. I'll give you another seven scriptures every time to prove that I'm right. It is time, church, a wonderful and anointed church to rise up in this house. Don't be, hallelujah, praise God, uh, deceived, hallelujah, 2016 with a spirituality that has no cover or no writing in the word of the living God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Then there is a second fear. It's called a natural fear. All of you have. You're going for a driving test? I'm scared. You're going to take a visa? Will I get a rejected visa? You're going for a presentation? Will I pass? You're going to sign a business contract? Will it go through? You're going to buy a car? Will I buy a right car? Those kind of fears are given to you so that you will humble yourself. Praise God. Amen. Only then some of you would come into the presence of God. You go to the dentist, you are scared. You go to the police, you are scared of the dog, you are scared of the frog. Oh, oh. Praise God. Hallelujah. There are natural fears. Some of you have the fear, will something bad happen to my parents? It's a fear. Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, as a servant of God, I myself am scared about a lot of things. Hallelujah. Amen. All of us have natural fears. Fear of the snake. Other day when I was walking through my estate, a snake just passed me by. As strong as I was, I... <laughs> I came to my room and I took my boldness. <laughs> and I took a snap. <laughs> There's natural fears. Sometimes it's fear of claustrophobic rooms. You're claustrophobic. Scared of exams, closed doors. Hallelujah. But how many of you know, hallelujah, if you give those fears into the hands of God, God will break its power over your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Even those fears, the Lord is a God of details. Every spirit of fear, you give it to the hands of God. Bible says, perfect love cast out all, uh, all fear. Praise God. All fear. Perfect love cast out all fear. Praise the Lord. God does not want to keep any fear. Fear of marriage, cast it out. So many people are not getting married. Married. So many people are afraid, will my marriage will ever happen? 
it's a fear. Amen. When this fear comes, your hands will shake, your heart rate will increase, your muscles become tight. Amen. Hallelujah. It's, it's, it's called the natural fear. Then there is abnormal fear. That's what I want to speak to you about. Abnormal fear or demonic fear. How will you understand it? It will belittle your confidence in the Lord. You heard yesterday about confidence. When this fear comes, it will belittle your confidence in the Lord. Praise God. It will belittle everything that God wants to do in your life. It belittle your confidence. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you are confident in the Lord? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. A fear. Amen. That will strengthen you. It's a fear that is against the strength. It belittles your confidence in the Lord. How many of you want the confidence back this morning? Lift your hands and say, Lord, I will be confident in the Lord once again. Lift your hands for a minute this morning and say, Lord, I want to be confident. Hallelujah. In the Lord once again in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes those are the fears that, hallelujah, you believe in the worst. It's called abnormal fear. You are not able to smile. You are not able to laugh. It belittles you. Let me tell you this morning. Don't allow anybody to belittle you. We want to tell you from this pulpit we love you. Praise God. Let nobody belittle you. The church is here to tell you they love you. Church is not to be a judgmental about you. Nobody who are here wants to be judgmental about you. Correction is not judgmental. Any father who loves his children will correct them. That is the sign that the father loves them. Amen. Why do you celebrate your father's birthday? Because when you were young and growing, he had the guts to tell you, hallelujah, when you were right, he hugged you. When you were wrong, he was spanked you. Because he's a father. Now, how much more the heavenly father? He will never spank without telling you how much he loves you. It is a fear that is to belittle your confidence in the love of God. God loves you with an everlasting love. Nothing can question his love about for you hallelujah don't question his love he loves you but he corrects you in the overflow of his love he says hey son i want to have a better life i want you to have a better hope i want you to have a better faith that's why i'm correcting you praise god i want you to have a better smile how many of you believe 2017 you're going to smile better than 2016 hallelujah let no devil steal your smile even when you come to church you will have a smile every church i'm going i said this is a dream and a vision i had a laughing smiling church 
And I said, I don't know which church is going to do it first. Which is the church that's anointing is going to forefront. I pray as the pastor of this church that you will be the first one who will be a laughing and a smiling church. So much of the confidence of the living God. Praise God. This abnormal fear is to belittle your confidence in God. How many of you are ever went for your personal press smiling? Oh, I have to do a duty. I 2017, you'll get into your personal prayer, your personal reading. Hallelujah. With a smile. Praise God. Not out of compulsion, but out of joy. Hallelujah. These are utterances. If you would believe, your life will become like that. Praise God. Your personal life will be filled with the knowledge of God. Don't believe in the worst. Hallelujah. Let's take a scripture. Let's deal with this abnormal fear and let's pray. Matthew chapter 14, 22 to 32. Matthew chapter 14. You can uh, read it, please. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. And when evening had come, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Amen. This is speaking about Peter walking on the water. You have read this a number of times. But it, it said, as it happened. So there is something that happened before that. When you look through the Bible, before that, the loaves, five loaves and two fish were multiplied. So something happened before it, before this walking of the water happened. And the Bible says, unlike in Mark, Luke and John, this is the one of the parables or one of the stories that is spoken in all the four Gospels. Unlike the other three, Matthew said Jesus broke. It does not say Jesus broke the bread. It said Jesus broke. All the other Gospels, it is said Jesus broke the bread. He blessed the bread and he gave. But only in this Gospel, it is said Jesus broke. Praise God. What did he break? It is written a comment that Jesus broke. So what did he break? He broke the limitation that was over the minds of the people. Praise God. What does he need to break this morning? You are limiting God. Hallelujah. Even while you are listening to me, oh, this was too much pastor said. Why? You are limited to few teachings of the Bible. I speak about blessing, you are happy, but not correction. I speak about righteousness, you are happy, not about sin. I speak about grace, you are happy, not about discipline. Bible is, hallelujah, it's a full gospel. Praise God. You should be happy. If you are happy about the righteousness, you should also happy that God's righteousness can break the power of sin and cause you to live a holy life. It's the limitations. 
He speaks about blessing. God says, I want you to be a mighty giver unto God. Amen. He expects you to give out of the overflow of your blessing. Ah, come on church this morning. If he speaks about marriage, you have to speak about adultery. It says, marry and love the one own husband, own wife. Don't go after somebody else. Oh, no, no, no. I heard something else. No, that God spoke to me. No. What God spoke to you? Come on, church, this morning. It's the limitations God wants to break. You are saying that, oh, I don't think I can ever come out of the grip of fear. God's saying, you are limiting yourself. Hallelujah. I want you to get you out of this demonic fear. Hallelujah. The fear of rejection. The fear of every kind of fear. I want to break these limitations of your life. How many of you believe five loaf and two fish can be multiplied? It's happening. In a Gulf country, when there was no food, the Christians were persecuted. There were millions, there were hundreds and thousands of people sitting there. And there were few bread. And that man of God over there prayed, Lord, fill them. And hallelujah, you won't believe bread, hallelujah, fell down from heaven. Because he did not live with God. I'm not telling you a story. If you would believe, he's a God of the impossible. He can do the miracle this morning if you would believe. If you would break the limitations of your mind, he can heal your body. He hates sickness as much as he hates sin. Oh, come on. He hates cancer as much as he hates sin. He can heal you of your cancer. He can heal you of your heart disease. He can heal you of that leg pain. He hates leg pain as much as he hates cancer. Ah, come on church. You believe that God hates cancer, but he doesn't hate leg pain. Let me tell you, he hates that small headache as much as he hates cancer. He doesn't want you to have an ache or a pain. He wants to heal them all. If you would receive it now. Oh, Rabba Sambara Dhanamanasya. You are believing for a child. Believe it now that you will become pregnant right now. Oh, come on. You don't have to go and have a honeymoon. God, hallelujah, who blessed Mary, hallelujah, without a husband can bless you. If you would believe, he can break the spirit of barrenness over your life in the name of Jesus. I am speaking to the married people. All the other unmarried people, shut up and sit there. <laughs> Pray for the rest of them. Hallelujah. Believe. Hallelujah. You want it badly. You believe it. Oh, come on. I feel an stirring of the Holy Spirit this morning. If you would believe. Ask what you need this morning. If it is there in the word, it's yours. Lift your hands this morning and declare and activate the miracle of God. Hallelujah. If you don't want it, say, ask, pray for somebody who needs it. Praise God. I feel the anointing of God for our miracles this morning. Is an addiction that you want to break? I see smoking addictions broken. I see, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Alcoholic addictions that has been broken this morning in the name of Jesus. Victory by the blood of Jesus. He broke the mindset. He broke the limitations. He broke the fear in their mind. 
ഞങ്ങൾക്ക് വല്ലതും കിട്ടുമോ എന്നുള്ള കർത്താവിനെ ചെറുതാക്കുന്ന സ്പിരിറ്റാണ് ആ മനസ്സിൽ നിന്ന് മുറിച്ചു കളഞ്ഞത് പാസ്റ്റിനെ അനുഗ്രഹിച്ച ദൈവം ഞങ്ങളെ അനുഗ്രഹിക്കുമോ നിന്നെ അനുഗ്രഹിക്കും പാസ്റ്റിന് കാറ് തന്ന ദൈവം നിന്നെ അനുഗ്രഹിക്കും പാസ്റ്ററിന്റെ കൈപിടിച്ചു നടക്കുന്ന ദൈവം നിന്നെ കൈപിടിച്ചു നടക്കും ഇന്ന് പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് ഞാൻ വിളിച്ചു പറഞ്ഞോട്ടെ The same God who has blessed my life will bless you too. The same God who blessed me with two sons will bless you with children too. Thavara jirudara manasiyam. The Bible says there were 12 baskets. When God multiplied, He multiplied 12 baskets. Those days, one basket could fill 30 pieces. Hallelujah. So 12 baskets, when God filled... every basket for every year oh come on church this morning you are waiting for an appraisal in the month of december but let me tell you every month will be an appraisal if you would believe in the law when god multiplies he multiplies he take care of an entire year in deuteronomy chapter 11 says he will take care of the land from the beginning of the year and to the end of the year one piece he gave into the man of god one piece he gave into the servant of god it multiplied when you give something hallelujah honor and anointing and god will multiply that over your life praise god I still remember this is a story that came to my mind I never thought I'll share it but I'll share it while I'm sharing it let me tell you I'm the richest person in this church so I don't need your money but I have to share it I give more than you give I'm more richer than you are so let me share this it's not a proud statement it's just to tell you years back years back I remember a boy young boy who was working in Infosys he had saved a lot of money and god told him one day to give it to me years back about 10 15 years back i was still a young boy and he came and gave it to me immediately a supernatural breakthrough came from america he got a job there it not end there he got another job there now he has got a house he's got his own cars two cars he's married there he's got his own yacht praise god he's mightily blessed what i'm trying to tell you is when god tells you to do something and when you obey and respond to god put it in the hallelujah praise god hand which god ask you to put it god will multiply that and bless your life and your future so abundantly praise god don't be afraid don't limit your mind i've seen that that i followed all through my life I was telling my pastor this year I said my god how I got blessed by blessing you I said so my limitations have been broken I'm able to forget about prosperity is not having how much money or how much money you don't have prosperity is a state of your mind oh come on church this morning it's a state of your mind knowing that god will bless your life it's a hallelujah limitation that you need to break the greatest miracle you know what in the story this 12 loaves 
that was 12 baskets that were multiplied for 12 years was never kept in a fridge and it never got spoiled praise god when god bless you something it will never got spoiled ah when it never gets spoiled amen it will remain with you forever this morning let me tell you let go of your fear if it is given by god he will protect your blessing oh no you're not happy you're not happy you're not happy to skip fresh look it without fear and what happened to the story about 5000 people were there and for the first time jesus is telling to the disciples you all go to the other side i will come later usually after you know ministering you know you'll tell the associate pastors to take care of the crowd you know you want to take the rest jesus is saying i'll take care of the crowd you go and take the rest on the other side and 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 they have been sent through the boat to the other side and jesus is sitting there next few verses in matthew chapter 14 speaks about the word fear they were afraid they were fear they were sinking they were crying it's a demonic fear praise god the bible says wind was contrary pradeshicha vala vannilla kaatte edire vannu it's called a diabolic fear you think that everything is against you how many of you are here you think pastor is against me parents are against me husband is against me other day somebody said while pastor was speaking he was speaking to me everybody looks against it's a result of diabolic fear wind was contrary you feel everything is against you my mother in law is against you poor her she got the tag mil now she has to live with it today's generation does not even call mother to the mother in law you look at the phones my mil my mil what a generation we were taught to take care of our mother in law as mothers honor your parents include your father in laws and your mother in laws let me be very straight hallelujah somebody doesn't like it don't clap it but if you like it please do a give a clap offering to the lord all the people who have not married yes i can see you praise <laughs> you have to treat them the same way for god to bless your life it's the first commandment with a blessing but we see everybody is against your neighbors are against you pastor the church is against me my roommates are against me people in the office are against me bible says resist it if god is for you who or what can be against you amen hallelujah if you think that there is nobody there let me tell you there is god there there is jesus there there is the holy spirit there there is the holy angels there there are so many people hallelujah praise god who loves you and prays for you are there hallelujah that is more than enough for your life to be protected don't hallelujah praise god be scared you are well protected some of you think oh, what happens to me when i don't come to church even then you are prayed for praise god diabolic will make you hallelujah number 2 diabolic fear will make you insignificant and incompetent 
no progress you don't feel that you're qualified for the job they were good fishermen they were hallelujah trying to you know, use the oar and they're trying to get it to the other side they're not reaching there they are the wind is against them and it's trying to destroy them and they're feeling they're incompetent and insignificant how many of you feel that in the church oh what if you people god uses no no god is preparing some of you hallelujah god has a definite plan and a purpose of everyone who is sitting here praise god he's not keeping you there you are his stock praise god god has stock also praise god he has hallelujah stock people amen when hallelujahs nobody thinks hallelujah god will use you suddenly from nowhere you will rise up praise god you will feel insignificant incompetent especially when you see somebody else's success you forget your own hallelujah there are every person that something will always trigger their fear how many of you are here there is a mechanism through which your fear is always triggered i am speaking that mechanism is going to leave your life this morning that is what i'm against this morning i want to break it from its hallelujah from its from its roots this morning praise the lord there's a mechanism for example in this story peter got scared because some of the bible scholars believe peter and andrew had a brother and their brother had had a accident in water and he would have died long time back and they had a fear of water though they are fishermen they have a fear of water because their brother would have died sunk sank in the water so they are thinking will it happen the same thing is it a generational curse will the same thing that had happened to my brother will it happen to you but let me tell you this morning your brother would have died in cancer but you will not die in cancer in jesus name your brother would have been dead your uncle would have been under death but you don't have to be under death oh praise god hallelujah somebody in your generation would not have had children but don't believe people when they say that is what is happening to you i break the generational curse and fear over your life this morning in jesus name somebody had a divorce in your family you don't have to go through a divorce they were scared whether we will die there's something that has happened in the past will happen to your mother had cancer you don't have to take cancer on your body you don't have to fear cancer confident enough not confident enough you're not confident enough praise god i am telling you this morning hallelujah bible says in psalm 91 no evil shall befall you no affliction shall come to your tent put your hand on your family for your children and say no affliction no accident no premature deaths the lord is telling somebody who is afraid of premature deaths i rebuke that fear that is gloating over your mind in the name of jesus i rebuke that fear of premature deaths to leave this church in the name of jesus nobody will die before their time god will satisfy you with long life and he will show your salvation nobody in your family will have to die a premature death if you would believe it lift your hands this 
morning. Come on, church. Lift your hearts. Give a praise shout. Give a power shout unto Jesus this morning. Victory by the blood of Jesus. You don't have to cater to the thoughts that the devil gives you. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus chases the destroyer away. Sometimes some, you know, when you see men of God going through problems. Oh, if men of God could go through problems, what about me? If they are so weak, what about me? Whose testimony is triggering you? Hallelujah. I heard about a man of God who was 79 years, who walks 8 kilometers every day, who does not have a speck. Hallelujah. Who is stronger than his associate pastors? Who doesn't have a paunch like me? 79 still going strong. That is a kind of anointing God wants to give it to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Kenneth Hagin, for 45 years, the great man of faith, never, never even had a headache. Praise God. Strength in the body. Hallelujah. This morning, I ask you for strength and healing in the body. Depression to go this morning. Hallelujah. Fear, hallelujah, of depression to go this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Fear, hallelujah, of God to go. Some of you are scared of Jesus. Let that fear go this morning in Jesus' name. He is not going to give you, do anything in your life that will, hallelujah, praise God, put you down. He is always trying to lift you up. It's a fear. Everybody loves God, but when I say Jesus is God, they have a problem. That's a fear the devil put. Hallelujah. Praise God. What Jesus wants you to have is something called muscle memory. Everybody say muscle memory. Say muscle memory. Have you seen Sachin Tendulkar? When he was had that elbow problem, the commentators would say, even if you could not play certain shots, because of the past memory that he had over years of experience, still his hands and eye coordination would be so spontaneous. Because his, he has muscle memory. Cutting that shot onto the cover. You know, it, it's, it's natural. It just go without, without even taking any effort. Because his body has something called the muscle memory. God wants you to have the muscle memory. Hallelujah. God wants you to remember something that he has done for you in the past. That is the story is all about. God wanted Peter to think when the wind came contrary to him. He wanted him to think about the five loaf and two fish he multiplied. Muscle memory. Oh, come on church this morning. How many of you want a muscle memory to 2017? How many of you want to remember what the Lord has done and go into 2017? God wants you to have a muscle memory. God. If you want to break the spirit of fear, God wants you to have a muscle memory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you want a muscle memory? 
Don't forget this word, muscle memory. Hallelujah. I want to break that limitation over your mind so that you will have muscle memory. Praise the Lord. So that every limitation is to be broken, that you will remember that I am the one who called you and I will satisfy you with long life. I will bless you. I will want you to have muscle memory. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you would remember the good things of the past, you will not get destroyed in the storm. If you remember the good things of the past, you don't have to be scared of the storm. When God said, it is I, God looked at Peter and said, it is I. Peter said, if it is you, call me Lord. How many of you would say, Lord, if you are speaking, call me. In other words, he's saying, Lord, call me to walk over the waters that did not destroy Call me to walk over the waters that once destroyed my brother. Call me to walk over the waters that once destroyed my sister. Call me to walk over the waters once somebody else. The Lord is telling you, you will not have to go through the same hallelujah problems that any one of your families ever went through. If you have muscle memory this morning, you don't have to go through the hallelujah disabilities and inabilities and insignificance, uh, hallelujah, praise and failures uh, that your parents or your uncles or your family ever went through. God wants you to give you a muscle memory to walk over your limitations in the name of the Lord. Come on, church, this morning, hallelujah, hallelujah. That is called the spirit of faith, love, and a sound mind, hallelujah. God wants you to have a spirit of faith, love, and sound mind. Say it out. Faith, love, and sound mind. Faith, love, sound mind. Other day I gave a word as faith is as a friend. What do you need to do? Faith is a friend. You need to call him by name, faith. Not Janagi, not Rani, not Matthew. Matthew will come. But if you say faith, say faith, say faith, praise God. I don't know who you are calling this morning. Faith, praise God. Hallelujah. You call, Bible says faith comes, it has got legs. If you say faith, faith as a friend. And the friends are always in a great company. You are in a great company of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Elijah, Elisha. Daniel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, John, praise God, Paul, Peter, you are in a company. If you are in the right company, you will always find faith. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Whose company are you in this morning? If you are in the right company, be always in a company that stir up faith. Everybody say faith, faith, faith. Jesus is saying, hallelujah. I want to have a faith that will overcome every setbacks that the previous generation had. You name it. They didn't have money, you will have plenty. Ah, oh, praise. Nobody wants it. Okay, you stay poor. I cancel it. Praise God. He walked looking at Jesus. No problem. Amen. Hallelujah. I heard a story of a woman who had 
holding on to the word for 29 years without child without children but she held on to the word that was given by the servant of god after 29 years praise god god gave a child god is always faithful when you hold on to the word i heard from my pastor when he was in africa he saw this lady coming onto the stage to testify after 29 years of marriage she was with a baby praise god this morning let me tell you my brother my sister it doesn't matter how many years that you're holding on to the promise if you are believing if you are asking for the fear of god if your wisdom will come faith will rise hallelujah praise god and you will see that breakthrough in that specific area Bible says Peter looked at Jesus your meme it is said your memory is so powerful it can either relieve you it can you can either relive your pain or relive the promise come on church your memory is so powerful it can either relive your pain or relive your promise what do you want to relive a memory peter looked at first he would have had a memory of his brother dying but when he looked to jesus again he relived the promise let us cross over to the other side hallelujah praise god what do you want to relive in 2017 my brother my sister what do you want to relive do you want to live the same ordinary fearful life of society and people or do you relive your memory can make you relive your pain or relive the promise what do you want to relive declare it declare it god may god answer you if you keep quiet nothing happens to you if you open your mouth your promise will come true lift your hands don't look at me i'm telling you this morning if you want it take it you want to relive the promise speak out your mouth you shut up nothing is going to happen hallelujah open your mouth this morning something be stirred up there is a stirring up this morning nee mindadirunnadirukku onnum illa praise the lord if you have come here spent 3 hours speak it out i want to relive the promise of god hallelujah lift your hands for a minute this morning open your mouth and say lord i'm going to relive the promise of god i'm going to encourage myself i'm going to declare by faith come on come on church come out of the deaf and mute spirit allow the devil to leave your tongue open your mouth i rebuke that spirit deaf and mute spirit hallelujah hiding in your tongue i rebuke it open your mouth this morning declare the promise of god David said I would have lost heart if I would not have believed that I shall see the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says I have the same spirit of faith. I believe, therefore I speak. Hallelujah. Speak out your promise without fear this morning. Relive your promise. Hallelujah. Bible says he fell thinking and looking at this or reliving his problem but the bible says immediately he cried everybody say he cried are you falling are you happy with the present condition are you in a storm otherwise cry to god 
There is only one thing that can help you. The Bible says he cried to God. Amen. Aman karanyu. Vina pa karanyu. We think, you know, Peter fell next to Jesus. Bible doesn't say that. Bible says, Jesus stretched out his hand. In other words, how far you have fallen away, his hand will reach there. Ah, oh, come on church this morning. How far you are away from the Lord, I don't know how far. But even how far you are, God's hand will reach there to lift you up. Some of you have fallen. Some of you cannot listen to a word for one hour. You're fallen. You feel like peeing. You feel like eating because you are in a backslidden condition. You cannot listen to the word for one hour. But God, tell the Lord, Lord, next week when I come, I don't want to pee during the word. I don't want to eat biscuit during the word. I don't want to eat chips during the word. I will eat biscuit and come and I will listen to the word for one hour. It's a fallen. You ask the Lord and he will do it. He wants to lift you up from that condition. Come on church. Know where you are fallen and cry from there. Some of you are so distracted and disfocused. At the end of 2016, you have no idea where you are. You are so far away. And you need Jesus. You need to call upon him. Don't take it as another meeting. Cry out. Before you sink, cry out. Peter was a man of God. He was a disciple of Jesus. He was a person who cast out the devil. He was a person who moved in signs, miracles and wonders. If he could fall, if he could fall, you can fall. Don't sit here thinking that you can't fall, that you can beat God. You can beat with your hallelujah intelligence. You can't beat the storm. There will be a storm that will come upon every life. You can't beat it. It will drown you. It will sink you if it is not for Jesus. And you need Jesus. You need this Jesus. And you cry out. This morning, he will stretch out his hand. <laughs> and he will bring you, your family, your generation to himself. If you would believe it, if you receive it, put your hands together and give a clap offering to Jesus this morning. Come on, church. I feel the anointing of God move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. Stotram, stotram, stotram. Continue to praise Him. Continue to thank Him. Continue to love Him. Continue to cry out to Him. Let your voice be heard. 